Welcome to Moms on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a coaching champion for women in tech and founder of Supermoms, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. The Moms on Cloud9 podcast aims to inspire mums to progress their career within the Salesforce sector from starting out to climbing the career ladder. We provide top tips and insight on how to succeed in your career and overcome adversity that, that many women can face in the workplace. On today's show, we're talking about understanding and applying agile project management and why this is an essential skill for any Salesforce professional who is going to be managing expectations of stakeholders on a Salesforce project. I see it as one of the key soft skills to master once you've passed your Salesforce admin cert. And the reason for this is, is that when you work on Salesforce projects, your customers are going to be blown away by all the amazing things that Salesforce can do. And so their wish list will always be bigger than the budget and time they have. It's always been the case on the 700 projects I've overseen. And so you're going to be in a position where you've got to manage that expectation and go, okay, we now have this massive wish list because Salesforce could do all of these amazing things. How are we going to prioritize what we work on first? And that's where agile project management comes into play and make sure that you can facilitate that conversation in a really professional way. Now, this podcast is part of a six-part series. We're going to be teaching a whole range of skills around how to become an effective Salesforce consultant. And this will apply to you whether you're a solo admin and stepping into those shoes of having to have all these skills in place or whether you want to develop your career to become a Salesforce consultant. And so during this six-part series, we're going to be covering how to gather requirements during business analysis. That's what we covered last week. Today, we're covering how to prioritize requirements using agile project management. Next week, we're looking at how to increase adoption using change management skills, which is one of the skills that's lesser talked about, but so important and vital to the the trio of skills, if you like. We're then also going to be looking at the value of coaching skills and how you do DevOps as a Salesforce admin and develop those skill sets. And then finally, we're going to be looking at how you can pitch yourself as a Salesforce consultant. If you've got all those skills under your belt, how do you then move up the career ladder? So let's crack on talking about agile project management. We're going to be talking about why it's important, what the value of it is. Why is it the norm approach for tech? Why did it come about for tech agencies? I'm going to touch on why it's different between traditional and agile project management methodologies and which agile project management methodology would suit you in your job role. So let's take a look at the four key principles. What is agile project management? Now, that's a great question. And people start, you know, I was scratching my head going, people are talking about this, but then there isn't a one standard training method for agile project management. They don't make it easy, do they? Um, There's all these different methodologies and it's like, oh my goodness, where do I start? Which one do I do? Um, And that's what I found, you know, very much at the beginning of my role. And as I say, I will be touching on this at the end of the, the podcast to kind of tell you which one might suit you. So there are four key principles. It is a principle in its own right, um, which is why I'm going to be talking through the the other three principles in a moment. But agile project management is an umbrella term for different methods that you need to understand to start with. So you could be looking at DSDM, which stands for Dynamic Systems Development Method. You could be looking at Scrum or Lean as examples of different methodologies. Underlying all of these is prioritization and iteration, which focuses on flexible requirements working within time and budget. So as I say, if you've got that long wish list that everybody wants all of these things, um, then it's gonna help you prioritize things with the client. 
The third principle is that this is normal for technology projects. So it's the way that people started working because it was a better way of working. And that's what I'm going to be talking about also on this show. So it is the norm, which is why you want to have this skill set under your belt. And it is a global project management practice. So you can use it anywhere globally. um, And there are product tools and systems that help you manage requirements, time and cost. So it's very much well-renowned. It's something that a lot of businesses are wanting to do more of. And again, I'll touch on some of the stats behind that. So let's talk about why it's important. So as I talked about a moment ago, you're going to get this long list of requirements and, and demands and clients might say to you, well, I want all of those things. That's what the project requires. And you're like, well, hang on a minute. That's going to take me like a massive amount of time and budget, which we don't have. So you want to be approaching a project clearly articulating that this is a project being run in an agile way and you want to be educating the client about that. So one of the things that I was taught on my agile project management training was that you want to train the client or your team that you're working with on agile project management. You just want to run a training session with them on this methodology that you are going to be using so they understand what it is as well and they can get on the same page with you. If they do not understand agile methodologies properly and the one that you are adopting for your project, the risk of that will be that requirements will not be correctly prioritised and budget will be spent in the wrong areas, that you'll end up with half-baked solutions which don't meet the business need. The client will be unhappy because they feel like they should be having everything on their wish list, but you can't possibly do that. And they'll argue with you. And if you if they do insist on having everything, then you are going to get overspend on your budget and you're going to go overspend on your time because you're not going to be able to fit everything in and you're going to end up doing it for them for free if you've run out of budget and time. And that's not a place where you want to be in, especially if you're working as a, a paid solo consultant. Um, and so it's really, really important to get this right up front to manage expectations with clients and say to train them in agile foremost before you even get onto a sales source project to say right we're going to be working in an agile way and everything that I'm going to be sharing in this session you would share with them you'd say why it's important what the value is and talk to them about the why and the the value and the what and the how so you'd want to cover all those things and some of the stats that you can share with them um, as you'll find there's a blog that accompanies this podcast you'll see some of the stats But um, you can talk through the background. So Agile project management evolved in the 90s with a specific focus on technology projects. Organisations, large and small, were embracing the new age of Agile. And various reports have shown, for this one by PMI, a full 71% of organisations reported using Agile approaches for their projects, sometimes, often and always. And so it's very much becoming more of the norm. In a Forbes article, senior executives increasingly recognise that Agile is eating the world. So what's also really great is that you can say to them, look, what I'm teaching with Agile methodology is not only something that you can use for your Salesforce project, but it's also a methodology that you can disseminate through the rest of the organisation for all the other projects you work on. So be adding that added value and educate them about why Agile is important, what it does and some of the stats um, which you can see within the blog that accompanies this. Now, why is it the norm? Why did it become the norm? So there's some various scenarios you might be facing at the beginning. So quite often um, some prospect customers would come to our consultancy and say, 
can you give me a quote for this project? And you'd be like, okay, well, what do you need? You know, and there's no detailed technical specification. So it makes it impossible really and very high risk to do any fixed price on a project unless they are working willing, unless they are willing to work in an agile way. So in the circumstances where there's no detailed technical specification and they want a fixed price, you'd be saying, well, okay, um, we can agree a budget, but what we will do is find out what your requirements are, prioritize them with you and select those that are most important that will fit within that budget. And they have to be okay with that. And the only way that they are going to be okay with that is if they really understand what agile project management is if it's not something they're used to. So you'd want to talk through why is this important? Well, the second point to talk about is that technology is advancing all the time and market conditions are changing. So what happens is when you're building out a Salesforce solution, the business requirements might change, the technology solutions might evolve. So you don't want to agree a whole set of things in advance if things need to change and flow as they go. So with Agile, you are working through a methodology where you will agree on what you're going to build out for the first two to four weeks. Once you've built that, you'll then agree the next set of requirements and you'll work through the next two to four weeks. So what you're doing is slowly and steadily building and prioritizing as you go through the project, which allows you to be very nimble to what the priorities are if they are changing. The other reason is that clients often don't know or understand what they need at the outset and it's very much based down to the business analysis process as I talked about in the first part of this series where you then really dig down into the processes, understand what they need, tell them what's possible and then like oh my gosh and this is where this big requirement list comes from. So quite often there isn't this detailed specification until the business analysis work has been undertaken. So that then puts you, if they want that business analysis initially up front, that would lead you very much into a waterfall type project environment rather than agile. So that's okay, but you just need to choose one methodology or another. Now, the other benefit of working in an agile way is that confidence comes from quick wins. So if an organization has a big budget, but they are not keen to commit to all of that, you might agree with them. Well, let's start with this project first, which is 50k not 300k and start with those quick wins like let's get one team and one department up and running with this solution and everybody can see the quick wins that are happening and that can then build confidence for the rest of the project and the rest of the teams to get involved so with agile you'll work through iteratively and build on the solution that you're doing and give them that opportunity to not commit everything up front so Having a fixed budget really means that everybody's on the same page, that they will prioritize things that fit in that budget, that they're not trying to get the 100 requirements when there's only budget for 70, um, and that everybody's in agreement with it. And that really does reduce the risk for both the client and the organization that the person who's implementing this solution, because they can choose to allocate and spend resources they need rather than get stuck with a technical upfront plan. So if I was explaining the difference between a waterfall project management and agile project management, it would be this. With waterfall, you are going to be mapping out all the requirements upfront and you are going to be then delivering the implementation and then giving it back to them. And it's one big life cycle where you agree everything up front, implement it and deliver it at the end. Budget and time could be fixed. It just depends on the contract where you have with them or it could, um, or it could be extended. It really does 
depend on the agreement you get. You run more risk if you are working on a project where you've agreed a budget, but the deliverables aren't agreed necessarily. Um, and they expect all requirements to be delivered. So what happens is you might underestimate or overestimate on the requirements, which means that you run a high risk of a project going over budget and you're having to pick up the time and money related to it because you got it wrong in your estimation. Um, so waterfall comes with those level of risk, but for some organisations, they will work with that approach. And typically you would do the business analysis first as a first one-off project with a budget in its own right to minimise that risk of getting the build estimate wrong. Um, with agile methodology, your budget and time are fixed and you would prioritise requirements to fit in that time and budget. So if they've got a long list of 100 requirements that come out of the business analysis session there won't be the expectation on both sides that all of those 100 requirements will be done they will be prioritized to fit within the time and budget that is available on a two to four week sprint basis so flexibility is really the key and you will continue to design throughout as well so you wouldn't necessarily show off a finished version to them i would always say to a client okay, you know, I'm delivering the solution back to you today. I anticipate it's going to be about 80% there. It won't be 100% because of what I want you to do is go through it, test it, get a feel for it and feedback to me about what's missing or what else we need. Um, and then we can continue to use a budget accordingly to continue to iterate the solution and get it to where you want it to be. So you can really manage expectations with Agile that you're evolving the system and going back and forth with them on a weekly basis to test and see if it's doing what it needs to do rather than with a waterfall methodology they would expect the finished version to be the finished version and that it's all hunky-dory um, that you're bringing it back to them so you'd really want to understand those different things so with agile there is certain methodologies and there is different ways of prioritizing depending on the methodology that you're choosing now quite often a question i get asked is which methodology is going to suit me which agile project management methodology should I be learning so this would be my recommendation is if you are managing a CRM implementation at a strategic level which is where you are working with an executive business team and you're managing both the business analysis and technical team so you are effectively working as a Salesforce project manager or you're working as a Salesforce system manager and you are wanting to see the big picture you're having to prioritize a range of projects and requirements across the whole organization, then you want to be training up in agile DSDM approach, which is what we teach at Supermums as the, the, the bulk of our course. So we really give you the skills to say to have those higher level value roles where you are managing things as at a strategic level. The other methodology that's regularly used within the Salesforce sector is Scrum. And this is the best methodologies if you are managing a technical team where you're being given a subset of requirements to do. So if you were to think about a big organization with Agile DSDM, you'd be saying, right, you know, I'm managing Salesforce implementation across sales, marketing, customer service, etc. Whereas at a scrum level, you're basically looking at it from the point of view, right, I've been given a set of requirements for the sales department. Okay, team, let's 
prioritize these out, divvy them up between the team, and you're managing the technical team to deliver a solution on a daily basis and, and managing it at that grassroots. So that's really where Scrum can come into its own. And DSDM sits above Scrum. So DSDM is the big umbrella and Scrum can fit underneath. So the two methodologies can very much work hand in hand, but it really just depends on where you're gonna sit that you might need both of them, you might need one of them, and you'd have to think about how you sort of manage both of those aspects. And as I say, each has their own sort of language and terminology and prioritization levels. Personally, I did training in Agile DSDM, which is my approach, and I felt well, that was the right one because I was working as a Salesforce consultant managing Salesforce projects and managing a team on a Salesforce project. So I was working at that strategic level with the client, working with business analysis and working with the technical team to deliver. And that gave me a really broad overview about how to manage the whole project, whereas Scrum wouldn't necessarily enable you to do that at that that sort of more strategic role. So have a think about which one would best suit you and where you want to go. The Scrum would suit more of a Salesforce technical lead, so somebody who wants to continue leading a technical team might become a technical architect and manage the technical team in that way to build out daily solutions. So if you're thinking about upskilling some of these areas, here are some questions for you to reflect on to see whether you feel equipped and confident right now with your agile project management skills. So the first thing I'd say is, do you feel that you're able to train your client in agile project management? Do you have a presentation template that you can take to them and say, right, I'm gonna teach you about agile project management today because that's the way we're gonna run the project. That's your first sense check. Are you confident to do that? The second is, what are the roles and responsibilities of the project management team? Do you know how to communicate, who does what, how to agree priorities and get sign-offs for things? Do you have all those things in place? And do you have the systems and tools in place to manage your projects? There are a suite of amazing products out there that can help you manage your agile projects. There's also Salesforce solutions, especially, of course, there is. <laughs> There's always a Salesforce solution for everything. Um, so have a think whether you feel equipped and confident with Agile project management. If we can help you upskill at Supermums, we'd love to help you with those skill sets. We do run two courses. One is our Supermums Consultancy Skills course, which covers Agile project management. And the second is our Business Analysis course, which is a level four qualification, um, which equally does cover an element of agile project management within it as well. And the, the benefit of working with us is that we do deliver live training as part of both of these courses. We do give you a suite of templates and recommended resources. Like we're not learning from scratch. We're giving you what we've learned over years of experience already. We provide that weekly accountability training plan for you. We offer a peer network of other consultants who are on this journey with you. And we also offer group and one-to-one -one mentoring support to help you on your journey. So we are holding your hand during this process to really make sure that you can upskill and be confident as an agile project manager rather than doing it through self study on your own. So if we can help you, we'd love to. Do reach out to us, have a chat to us about our training and what it could offer you. I hope you enjoyed the session today and you recognise the value that Agile Project Management can bring to your projects. Um, if you did like the show, please do rate and review uh, on iTunes. We'd love to hear your feedback and we look forward to supporting you on the next part three soon, which is where we're going to be looking at the value of change management to improve adoption. So I look forward to speaking to you then. Take care. Bye.